This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So welcome to the Education Business Podcast. Um, I have Ed with me again today, and we're going to talk about what it's like to work together and be married. Um <laughs> Hopefully you're not going to find this episode too boring because, um, I mean, we've had a number of, um, I want to say business owners because, well, maybe they are the founders together, um, but generally one of them has the idea and then they end up working together. Um, but we've asked a number of them recently or listened to podcasts with people doing it where maybe they argue when they don't necessarily get on or they have big fraught moments and, um, yeah, we don't really experience that, so it could be a boring episode. Um, and but then again, we don't really argue in our marriage or anything like that either, do we? We're just like really <laughs> yin and yang, or just opposite yep. on the on the uh, disc profile and things. Um, but we thought that it would be insightful to to have this conversation because I think, especially um, when I think about women. And, uh, you know, some of the people who follow us or, or speak to me, a, a big goal for a lot of women is actually to retire the husband. Um, now, you could technically say I retired Ed, but into another job um, yeah. because obviously <laughs> helped me build the company. Um, but, um, yeah, so let's let's talk, Edward, about mm-hmm. the fact we're married and we work together. What What do you love about it? What do you hear about it? Oh, uh, I think the big thing is because we've our our company we've built right, so we've built it in a way that suits us. We built a culture that suits us and works for us, so we get that flexibility. And the great thing about that is that we get that flexibility together. So, mm-hmm. had this be a thing that Claire just did on her own, and I was working elsewhere, Claire's created this thing where she could just take an afternoon off and go off somewhere. Well, I'm stuck at work. Whereas in our world now is we need time together to do some big thinking or whatever. We just take an afternoon off and off we go together, right? So I think that is the real positive about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. For me, um, what was it? So you went negative as well. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say. I mean, in in the last episode that we did together, um, we talked about um, how. I really wanted you to leave your job. And I suppose what I didn't say was it wasn't just about the job you're in. It was about the fact that you didn't have the same level of freedom as me. Yeah. Um, And that's what I really wanted you to have because I felt free, but not free because you weren't free. (laughs) So I just think it's interesting that you brought that up. Um, But yeah, what, what do you find hard about working with your wife? Not a lot. No, I mean either. <laughs> Which kind of makes it boring, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But I think I think just going back to your point when in the opening where you talked about us being sort of very yin and yang and really complemented each other, I think, and yeah, I just think that works really well. Um, I suppose the hardest thing I find, and this is something actually I've been working through with my coach is is keeping up with you. <laughs> Uh, and I say hard, it's not like it's a terrible thing, right? Um, because there was a time where I, I would aspire to be working at your pace 
Mm. And I think it's taken me a while working with various coaches to, to get to a place of actually, you know, it's, it's about my journey and I don't necessarily have to emulate what you're doing. I can go off on my own path. Um, so I suppose that, that would be one thing if I was to really kind of analyse it um, that I would find harder. Mm-mm. But we don't really get bored of each other's company, do we? I mean, no. we we do sit next to each other often now, but we ne- we're never in the same meetings really. And No. Uh, if we're really splitting hairs about it, we'll think that it's tricky when you're sat next to me and you've got your AirPods in and you're on a meeting. You talk really loud. So do you. <laughs> you talk really loud as well. You think you don't, but that's why I put my brown noise in. Because you're just chatting away. And you're in a lot more meetings than I am as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've worked hard to get myself out of that. I suppose that's maybe part of it as well. So we're on this journey, aren't we, where we are um, we're really trying to um, – build our areas that we're good at and really um, make sure the foundations are super strong and also there's buildings on top. And at the same time, be able to step back more from the business or work on what's really important and then step back from the business. And I think because I'm the CEO, I'm further on in that journey. And so I suppose that's kind of unhelpful because it's not just about the personality thing catching up. It's the circumstance as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it goes back to, as well, tying back to the previous episode about um, my transitioning from a full-time role into the business is, you know, by the nature of the delay, if you like, in that I, I joined later. So I've, I was just catching up to do. And I think to the point as well, what I said about um, relationships as well, you know, you're kind of ahead, I suppose, in some ways. Or you, I think mm. I've caught up now, I think. But, you know, you were ahead in, in terms of that element as well. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely from, from for the production team as well because you didn't really know anybody. No, no. Whereas I'd been part of the interview process and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, let's talk about... The fact I'm the CEO and you're not. <laughs> That's fine. I honestly have no desire to be the CEO, so I think you know that's that's good. There's no, um, there's no battle there, is there? No. Um, it's it's definitely your superpower, and not mine. Um, so, and I'm absolutely fine with that. <laughs> and I think there's a huge trend there as well, and I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, but. Eddie's just such a champion of women leaders. Well, it's not really women leaders, it's any leader. It's like, it doesn't matter, no. basically, which is the best way because I wouldn't want to be in a leadership position just because I'm a woman. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But for Ed, like, it, it doesn't matter. And obviously the other three directors are women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that has a lot to do with our success as well because we really know our lanes and and we might have had to cover some of the lanes that we're not that comfortable with in the past, but now obviously we've got the help with Sean and Bev, and generally that is quite covered now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that helps when we're staying in our lanes. It works really well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. As an exec, as an exec team, 
we all know who's doing what, who's in what lane, and you know if you need something, you need to, you know, you need to go to the right person. Um, so yeah, that just that just works. You know, I'm I'm never trying to do the stuff Claire needs to be doing, and she's never trying to do the stuff that I need to be doing. So um, there's no friction there because of that. Yeah, and it, and it is interesting because obviously, like I'm not bad at tech, um, and I can do it, but I also recognise like you like doing it mm-hmm. so um it's really easy for me to defer all of that yeah um and just pass all that on and not and i remember really i think when you first not joined the business but officially joined the business um sometimes people would expect me to make a decision and i would I, i'd find myself saying a lot well i don't know ask ed what he wants yeah 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 but again that's that thing isn't it about you being the present one Mm. for a long time so people people in the business adjusting to that suddenly Ed's here and actually Ed's going to make some decisions and things so um, that's a bit of an adjustment for them isn't it but... yeah yeah oh, I knew this was going to be a short episode um, because <laughs> we're not going to have an argument or anything are we um, but um, I was I was reflecting because um, I knew we were going to talk about this topic, and I was thinking about some of the things that uh, the points we might bring up or talk about. And um, you know, I've never wished that we were that we weren't doing this together. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was talking to one of the founders that um, I met up with yesterday, he was saying that um, he's invested in um, husband and wife teams before, and he'll never ever do that again. <laughs> And I think, oh, I mean, I wouldn't want anybody to invest anyway because I I like to be in control of that. Um, but obviously, we we just get on, don't we? But I've never, I suppose, he's saying that from a place of couples fall out and they wish one day that they never got into business together and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I've never wish that we weren't doing it together and when you think about education business club um i mean i'm the one who kind of started it but we always knew you were going to be in it in some capacity in the long run and, and and obviously from the beginning you know you were 50 50 shareholder hmm. you, it was always going to be something we were going to do together again not separately yeah and i think i, I wouldn't want to do this without you um I think just because it, it, we just as a team, right? We just, mm. we come to come as, as as a team, really. I think, but I think I don't know. Maybe, maybe this, maybe what we've got is quite a lot more rare than we realise. Mm. I think they're probably, you know, listening to what you were saying there about somebody we're talking to. I think there obviously are people out there that in in relationships that where it doesn't work um because of their type of relationship and there may be some friction there or whatever and and, and sometimes that, that I can imagine that is complicated and messy in a business environment um if 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 that if that's brought to work if you like as well so i think yeah that's that's i think we maybe we're just very rare maybe we're very lucky and very rare i don't know yeah that is funny actually because i remember uh, somebody that we worked with before used to work for a couple and they used to say that they used to like have arguments across the office yeah. and um, and and bring everyone in on it. And sometimes I, I worry, like we'll joke, won't we? We'll like rib each other a bit. And um, 
sometimes you'll see you'll see somebody's face and you think do they do they know how much we're really joking because it's not it's not real you know because you don't know um people's deeper relationship do you especially when you're on teams all the time Mm. um but yeah we don't we just just don't have that kind of relationship do we um so i think a lot of people will be thinking oh yeah but do you just like work all of the time do you just talk work all the time Mm. i mean do we do we talk work all the time do we um limit when we do talk work and things like that. We try. I think I think we try and have that separation also now. I think there was a point, wasn't there, I suppose where we we weren't as good as that. Um and it would be easy to get into something. And I think some of that came from discipline around checking teams or checking emails and things sort of outside of working hours, so to speak that would you spot something and i'm not saying this doesn't happen now it still does but you know if you're checking your phone and you see a team's message and you go oh oh so and so so and so so and so then before you know it, you spiral into a detailed work conversation so i think there's a there's a discipline there in there with that um anyway um i think if you can try and remain disciplined and not get not bring things up and i think i'm probably a little bit more guilty than you are um, on balance, but sometimes I'll say, I'll spot something and go, "Oh, did you know about so and so, so and so, so and so?" And actually, we should we don't need to be talking about that now. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's been a journey, and and we're not we don't say you can't talk about work in the evenings or anything like that. It's not like that. We actually do talk about work quite a bit in the evenings, but it's more balanced. I think you know, a couple of years ago, it was very intense, but we. <laughs> At the time, we had a lot going on. We had two really young children, and um, we had we'd hired a lot of people all in one go, and then there was fallout from that, as there always is in in a high growth environment like that. Um, whereas the last couple of years, we've done a lot of work, haven't we, to um, kind of rebuild um, different areas, and and so it feels different as well. Um, so for me. It, it's not about having set times, but we have had conversations where I'm like, listen, I just don't want to think about work right now. So please don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but not that much. And, and, and you've you know, heeded that as well. But I, I do think having, having children has helped because it's given us something else to think about and talk about. And there was a time, you know, when Hattie was younger when we could still have those conversations. And even to a point when May were born, because Hattie was only two, mm-hmm. But now she's six. We can't really have that work conversation when she's no. there, really. Um, occasionally in the car, we might get five minutes, but you get interrupted all the time, don't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I think we bring more into our lives now. There was a time when everything was just about work because we loved it so much. And it's not that we don't love it, but we got more in our lives and we – you know, like we're hosting Christmas and that's taking up quite a lot of planning time and we're doing a party for the kids and um, your mum's cousin's coming over from Serbia and it all takes a lot of planning and preparation and focus on other things. And I think that um, that helps you not talk about work all the time to, to put in all the other stuff. Yeah, I think as well is that actually the way we work now as well is different in terms of our... Um, 
flexibility and the, how we've increased the kind of um, space we've got to to take time to think and talk and things um, versus when sort of pre-COVID, if you like, we were going to the office environment, which was full of people. So yes, we were going to work together. Mm. We were in the same office, but there was no space for conversations like that because if the whole building was packed out and you couldn't, <laughs> there was no space. Um, so now we, you know, we're at home together mm. and we have opportunities between meetings while the kids are at school and things to talk about things if we need to like that. So it doesn't overflow as much into evenings and things, does it? Yeah, no, you're right. It's definitely a lot healthier. It was quite unhealthy that really because like you'd go straight there, I'd go do the school run, go straight in. I wouldn't really get a chance to speak to you or anything. There was nowhere to talk um, and and we had a lot of stuff going on really. Um, and then one of us would go do the school run and then the other would go home sometime when we had two cars and um, then we'd have to kind of debrief on the evening and, and it didn't feel that joined up, did it? Because um, just because we, we had a lot of yeah. new team members um, as well. So, and I think, fr- mm-hmm. you know, we take Fridays off together, don't we? And we don't always do something, but I think that just helps us to have time to say things. And sometimes it is work-related, like Friday just gone. We don't work Fridays, but we spent two hours looking at some documents that really needed yeah. to be looked at because the team really needed it. Um, and it is helpful for us to be able to have those conversations, especially yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. like privately. That's the thing. Yeah, in the office environment, there was no privacy. And everybody else wanted to, to have a conversation with you. So, you know, and there's a there's a it's a balance. I think that's it. It's more about balance. There's a place for that face to face in the office type stuff. But you know, actually in yeah. our positions now we also need that time away from that as well. Yeah. And I suppose really I've never been a fan of like no. having your own separate office and being separate. Um but being able to work at home like this kind of gives us that to be able to have the conversations we need to have. And I think me, especially the whole ADHD thing, like I can't, I can't work with other people mm. there speaking because I can't not listen to them. Yesterday yeah. on the train, I found it quite hard because I was writing um, two podcast episodes and the internet wasn't working and I couldn't get it to play brown noise. So it took me ages to try and write something because this guy behind me is talking about how he left the police um, like a couple of months previously, and it was just <laughs> too interesting. <laughs> so I just could not switch off. So environment, I think, helps us a it lot, does, doesn't it? Definitely it does. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's not, and it's not about like I just just to go back to your point. It's not about being locked away in our own office behind a big mahogany table. It is. No. It, we're still accessible. And that's very much a culture we've built in the business about. Yeah. You know, we're all accessible. Uh, you know, anyone's if you need if you need anything, you know, at the end of end of a message on Teams or whatever. So um yeah, but it, it's important to have that that space as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and you know, we we'll be on the town halls and we'll be in the meetings and we'll go to the office. Um so it's it yeah, it's not about the the whole I need a separate space kind of thing. It's just having space to do that. I feel like it creates more space to have those conversations so that 
all the conversations are not just about work because there was a there was a time and I think we were quite stressed at that point um but then it depends what's going on in your business as well um anything anything else you want to say about us working together um I don't know I suppose if you sat if you sat, sat listening to just thinking could I work with my partner my husband my wife etc um I guess Think 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 first about your relationship and and how that already works, because I think that'll play out in the in your business if if you're not careful. I think we're you know we've got a strong relationship and we're friends as well, so best friends. So I think um, mm. that sort of transitions and plays out in the business as well. Yeah, I suppose as well. Like if you struggle to spend loads of time together, then it might not be a thing and. You know, I remember, um, so I had a couple of businesses before uh, before I had the idea for Glass Some Secrets, didn't I, Edward? Um, one of them, I still lived at home and I made jewellery. Um, and I've talked about this before. And my mum was really worried about it because she thought the house would get blacklisted if I forgot to pay my tax or something. She was quite worried about that kind of thing. But it's, it's fear of the unknown more than anything. So I, I had all of that worry. Um, and then I I obviously left teaching and, and I was going on supply, but I knew that I needed to, to start something. I was thinking maybe I'll just start something by myself. And um, I wouldn't have started the businesses if it wasn't for Ed um, because I would have just been trapped in that fear and, and worry. And I did do mm. 95% of it on my own, but what he said was, well, we'll do it together. And that was quite transformational for me because I was like, <laughs> well, you're going to help me instead of tell me that this is a bad idea. Um, and that was a big thing for me. So even with some of the other businesses, like, yeah, I did it on my own, um, but you were there for that support mm-hmm. and you didn't say like, no, no, it's your thing. So I think if you're in a relationship where it really is your thing and you don't really ask for or offer that support to each other, then it might not be a good idea to later on bring them into the business. But if you've got the relationship where it's like, oh, you're doing something cool, how can I help? That's when, well, for us, they just really like, just really heavenly match really, isn't it? Hmm. And at the end of the day, Either way around is fine, whatever configuration works for you. Um, you know, it might be that it, it, it doesn't work for you as in your relationship to, to bring your partner in. That's fine. That's fine as well. Um, it's not, not that you can't make it a success. Um, either way, really. Um, I think just it just works for us. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So hopefully you've not been too bored by this episode. In fact, what I wanted to... Um, just touch on before before we finish, which I think is important. So obviously I talk about personal development all the time and how important it is to really um, build your mindset for success. And I think I've been hanging around with a lot of men recently um, just, just because. Pardon? <laughs> um, you know all about them. Um, but just because, you know, entrepreneurs of that level – more of them are men um 
and I have seen that maybe um, the men I've been around don't necessarily think about personal development as much as I do. Maybe they don't have to do as much work to already like believe that they can be successful and um, bring money into the life and, and, and all that kind of thing. Um, so I've definitely had to do a lot of personal development and I, and I know yeah. that. But I think one of the things that definitely has come up for us is that we both need to like keep that at the forefront because if one of us is doing more personal development than the other, then it it shows, doesn't it? And you start mm. seeing differences. Yeah, because this is one of the battles that I've had for a while is the, this whole trying to keep up with you. This thing I had, I've got to keep up with Claire because I was concerned that the gap would widen. And I think it's taken a while to come around to this place of actually, you know, personal development is such a wide umbrella, if you like. And and this, you know, this, it's about finding the things that work for you within that under that umbrella. Um, there's tons of books, tons of podcasts, tons of all sorts of stuff you can listen to and read online, and it's about finding what you can resonate with and what works for you. Um, and that can take time to find that, I think. And I think for a while, I just tried to follow what Claire was doing. I think, you know, you know in some cases, I'm really not kind of gelling with it. Um, but it worked for Claire, and that's fine. And it's also fine that it might not always work for me. Sometimes Claire might say, should listen to this, should read this, whatever, and fine, yeah, no problem. Other times, no, actually, it's not, not for me, but there's this other thing that I might listen to or read. So I think, yeah, it's about finding your own path, really. Yeah, and and I think we've had much better conversations since um, you do actively go find your, you know, what you're interested in and do that personal development aside from me saying, oh, listen to this, because then it just becomes a massive list of things. So, you know, one example is recently um, I listened to Measure What Matters. Was it Measure What Matters? Something else. Yes. I don't know, you listen to about five no. books a day, so... Yeah, I do, yeah. It was. It maybe wasn't that book, but it was a similar book. Anyway, and you listen to that one, fine. Mm. Um, but you listen to a, you listen to podcasts about um, high performers in yeah. in sports and things, don't you? Whereas that's yeah. not, not what I would listen to, but we have great conversations about that. And I think, in a way, that's a good thing, because actually, if we, if we both just listen to the same thing, actually, we'd both learn the same things yeah whereas sometimes and i'm not saying we're not learning the same things but sometimes you, you it gets kind of told the story or the information is told in a, a different way a different perspective so you could you can bring a different angle on it by listening to something different so i think that's quite a good thing as well really, to get more coverage yeah no i agree i think since we've kind of had our own path and listened to more separate things um it's definitely been better because I mean, you know, I'm like, you'll be listening to the book four weeks after me and you try to talk to me about it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I listened to it on two times speed. <laughs> that was not what I took away from it. Don't, don't, don't ask me about it. Cause I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, let us know if you found this episode useful. Um, we can do more like this. Ask us questions because mm -hmm. um, we'd, we'd love to cover these in the podcast because I think um, 
it is one of the big mysteries that lots of people have questions about. Oh, how do you work together? Do you not kill each other? I do get questions like that a lot. And um, the answer is no. We really like it, actually, and we do not kill each other. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thanks for uh, joining me on the podcast, Ed. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.